Welcome to episode 213 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having another wine from Tombstone. Yeah. From our, our friends at the Cabal Cellars. This is the 2020 Conspiracy. I love this because it's the old, It's the picture on it is the 1919 Black Sox. Or the White Sox, but the Black Sox Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. From when they uh, threw the World Series on purpose. Um I really like this one. Yeah. It's, it's another good. red table wine. I think I like this one a little better than than the last than one. Than the last one. Yeah. I really like this one. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. I know. I so, like it too. Another bottle we picked up, told them we'd feature their wines on the podcast and definitely worth checking out. They yeah. got a good selection. Yeah. So I, w- yeah. I wish we would have bought a third one, like uh one of the sweet ones. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. We only got two? We only bought two. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. Because the other two bottles that we packed were the ones Mom brought back. Yeah, that's so right. So we brought four bottles back, but two were hers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, they're good. Um, be sure to check them out on mm-hmm. social media. We uh, we tagged them in our previous post, and then we'll tag them in, in this for this week's uh, drink video as well. Faux show. So... This week, we are going to be talking about something pretty... uh, Every now and then, we like to go through... I mean, we had the Reddit on the Rocks little... Segment. Yeah, segment for a little bit. Uh, And every now and then, I I like to go through it and just look at stuff and kind of see if... Is there anything that, that, you know, we can talk about? Mm Because I think that... It's very interesting to get other people's, you know, opinions and and see what other people's problems are, especially when people aren't reaching out to us, you know, recently or whatever. Like, like let's let's get something and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so anyway, we are going to be talking about something that we saw on Reddit this week, and here soon Seth is going to read the actual post, and then mm-hmm. we'll talk about it. But. Uh, before we get started with that, we have our dumbass post of the week. So I'm going to read this off this week because Seth is going to read the Reddit. But um, so the dumbass post is marriage is just a fancy word for adopting a male child who cannot be handled by his parents anymore. Yeah, that is that's just like if you think that's who you're in a relationship with why did get she, out why did you marry a dude that yeah. is a man child i'm i'm sure she probably meant a man child she put male child but mm-hmm. yeah a man child why are you marrying a man child yeah and he should be your the dude that you marry shouldn't be someone that you're the his parents just kind of give them to you. Right. Same. Th- I mean, same thing for a woman too. Honestly, <clears throat> mm-hmm. like I think that it works both ways. Like I know that there's some parents out there that are like, "Thank God they're out of my hands." Yeah. You know, we and we were just talking about that. Yeah. How where how, you know somebody's like, "Yeah, well, I know the, you know, her parents don't like him at all," and it's like, "Well, yeah, but they're probably just extremely relieved that she's not their headache anymore." Yeah. Because she's a pain in the ass. Uh-huh. And now she's somebody else's pain in the ass. Uh-huh. Exactly. And so it's like their disdain for the son-in-law probably goes away because they're like, as bad as he is, at least she's not living with us. Yeah. Yeah. At least exactly. she's their headache. He's She's his headache now. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I know. And I mean, it's like, if you marry someone like this, chances are this is the partner you deserve anyway. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we, we've talked about it. You don't want to, you know, women shouldn't be a mother to their husband. Mm-hmm. And so it, uh, it's one of those things that I know women uh, largely joke about. How many kids you got? Well, three if you count my husband. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And it's like, you know, I know some of that's just kind of said jokingly. What is that one? I've seen it, and it's on shirts and everything. The one where uh, my, who's your worst child? My my mother-in-law's or something like that. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law's child is my worst child yeah. or something like that. And And that's where, once again, I think with everything, there's a half truth there mm-hmm. that he's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, you know, know, and that's there are plenty of warning signs that says you're going to be settling down with a man child. So notice them. Mm-hmm. It, once again, if you get, I, I'm done feeling sorry for people that get married. Mm-hmm. I know because it's up to you. You can get blindsided. Nobody gets married. And then as soon as they get home from the honeymoon, says, OK, hey, truth be told, I'm going to act like I'm 14 from here on out. Mm-hmm. That's not what happens. You knew it. You just didn't care. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to care now. Yeah. Should have cared then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Now you're a full-time babysitter. Yeah, exactly. And I know there's no passion. I know. If you're, if you're with a child, yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, yeah, this wine is good. Yeah, I, I like it. I it's like really the good. flavor. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Do you want me to get into it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, like we said... Or, or like I said, the it, we're doing a uh, gonna read a Reddit straight from the files of Reddit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Where'd you read it on Reddit? Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, they she titled it the woman that wrote it. It's from a woman. She titled it. Husband said he wished I was like the woman in Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We finally watched all three of the Fifty Shades of Grey. At the very end of the third movie, when Anastasia is sitting in the pleasure room and texts Christian. I await your pleasure, Mr. Gray. My husband turned to me and said, I wish you were like that. The point of this scene being that things had worked out. They had a baby, but were still getting it still getting it on like they used to. Mr. Gray was very worried about this when Anna became pregnant. I turned back to my husband and said, Well, it's really easy for her to be what she is and how she is. She's married to a billionaire who takes care of literally everything for her. She doesn't have to work does because she wants to. She doesn't have to clean or cook or grocery shop or manage a household in the same way as common folk do. She can hire help to assist her with the daily tasks regarding childcare. She isn't exhausted from a full-time job after a sleepless night with a baby, followed by a stop at the grocery store, followed by picking up the baby from her parents, followed by cooking a meal, followed by getting a baby to bed, and so on. She has time to take care of herself. She has unlimited funds, so she probably feels pretty sexy because she has the best clothes, skincare, makeup, hair products, etc. If you want a woman like her, you have to take care of her like a Mr. Gray slash Christian does. Of course, I didn't use that many words, but that was the gist of it. And I know he didn't mean this comment as rude or demanding. He just meant he wished I wanted to jump in the sack more often for a seriously adventurous time. And guess what? So do I. I will pause right there and say, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Because you just listed off a hundred flat-out bullshit excuses as to why you don't. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. So I will continue. 
I couldn't help but leave that situation wondering if this is part of the problem for people in our age range. She's 33. Do many men really not understand that that to have women like Anastasia, they need to provide so much more? That a woman who isn't completely exhausted every day from doing all the things probably would want to have awesome, crazy sex more? I'm not saying they need to be a billionaire. I'm referring mostly to the fact that Kristen literally takes care of everything, which allows for her physical, mental, and emotional space to be so up for constant romps. I know it goes both ways. Don't jump all over me just yet. I know when both parents are working and doing as close to 50-50 as they can, it's so exhausting for both. And my husband is great. He really meant no harm, and it didn't cause any negative feelings. Just kind of helped me realize that some people may really not understand the dynamic this movie portrays. They may wonder why their woman isn't bringing home lingerie and whips and gags and summoning them to the sex room all the time because they really don't understand how much energy it takes their spouse to run and manage a household slash children while also working full-time. Fifty Shades of Grey is an extreme example, obviously, but I still felt there really was something to learn from it. Maybe that if a spouse isn't all over you all the time, they may just have too much on their plate and could use some help. (laughs) So, this is a lengthy way of bringing up the same excuse that 90% of married women use as to why they don't have sex with their husbands. Mm -hmm. Because they're too tired and they... They don't. They think their life is that busy. Busy, yeah. They're, that they're so busy doing whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what. That they don't want to have sex with their husband. And she didn't list anything that wasn't out of the norm, or that she couldn't not do. You know, yeah. Like the, I'm just saying, she didn't list that they were on opposite shifts and that she's working graveyards five nights a week. Well, obviously, if they're watching a movie together, they're seeing each other. Yeah. You know? And and really... If you got time to watch three fucking sex movies, you have time to have sex. Yeah. Yes. I know. Right? So yeah. right there shoots her dumbass argument down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so true. Quit watching movies about other people having sex and just start having sex. I know. You twat. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, w- what's funny is I think that, like, even with them watching the movies, I'm sure that the husband was like, all right, you know, I'll watch it with you, whatever. It's a it's a chick flick type of thing. And she probably convinced him that it's like, I don't know, it's a sexy because um, mm-hmm. I've never seen the movies. We haven't seen the movies. I read, did I read two of the books? I think I read two of the books. I didn't read all of them. But um, because then I realized throughout the books that i have my own christian gray (laughs) right but uh anyway they he was probably like okay i'll i'll watch this with you you know me and i'm he probably was thinking all right well i've heard that this is like pretty sexy and i want i want her to be in the mood or get in the mood yeah he probably thought it would turn her on Uh uh-huh and then they finish all three of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they didn't watch it all. You know, I'm sure they didn't watch them back all. To back to yeah. Back. yeah. But they watch them. And then maybe after the first movie, he's like, okay, is she going to be in the mood? You know? Yeah. Or, that's what I was thinking the same thing. Uh-huh. And then she wasn't throughout all three Any movies. Three, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, that's when he finally makes this comment, trying to really tell his wife in a... I don't know. Uh, I will go ahead and say this. Uh-huh. How he said it was a typical 
guy not getting sex way of bringing this up. I know. Exactly. And I think that he was trying to bring it up in a lighthearted type of way. And then she, you know, slams what his feelings Mm -hmm. are and is like, well, this, if you did this, this and this and this, like he did Mm -hmm. or he does, you know, and that's not... That's not the point. It, it's it's funny because she initially leans in very heavily with the he's a billionaire mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. He and then can she's afford. Like, well. And then she's like, well, if, uh, you know, I don't mean you have to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it makes me wonder, like, the typical woman that read those books or watched those movies, what was it that turned them on about it? Was it the sex or was it the money? Mm-hmm. Was it this fantasy of having a guy that is a multi-millionaire, billionaire person in your life? Mm-hmm. And... That wants you. I think that's what it is. Yes. That uh-huh. wants you. That it's like, oh, I can't imagine that. You know, it's, I don't want to repeat what I've said the last 10 episodes. Um, you're not in that league. You're not going to get that. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's... I think what she was trying to say... Well, and, and this this is the thing. It, it, on her list of demands, because mm-hmm. she said that, talk, she talked about how you know couples that do fifty fifty. You know, this is this is one of those things that is predominantly women saying this. Mm-hmm. Even a man who's working more hours, who coaches their children's teams, who takes their kids to school, who does stuff around the house, who they have they have a true. 50 50 split that husband is not saying hey babe sorry not in the not i'm not in the mood for that tonight Mm -hmm. it's always the woman Mm -hmm. so this it doesn't matter if it's 50 50 it doesn't matter if it's 70 30 it doesn't matter if it's 100 percent one of them you're either going to want to have sex with your partner or you're not Mm -hmm. because even if she's saying he doesn't do any of this stuff if he did all of that that does not equate that she's going to hop in the sack with him. Mm-mm. Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> I know. There is no will here. Mm-mm. It's very convenient for these this typical woman, and this is 90 plus percent of women in the country, mm-hmm. that they act this exact same way. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he's going to do that can change that. Mm-hmm. If he hit the lottery tomorrow and won a, and got a billion dollars, and hired somebody to do all this shit that isn't that hard, that she acts like is just killing her, mm-hmm. she still wouldn't want to have sex with him anymore. Mm-mm. I know. Yeah, she wouldn't. And it's like, so she even said like in some of the, in some of the comments and everything that people were saying that like, it's not that I don't want to have sex with him. And then again, she will list, she would list, multiple excuses it's that i um don't have the mental capacity to um because i'm so tired and this and that it's like oh my gosh here you keep going you just keep going with excuse after excuse after excuse which what goes back to the point well it's not him it doesn't matter what he does Mm -hmm. it's her yeah she's basically saying in all of these ways that it's a hundred percent her fault Mm-hmm. She just doesn't realize this what she's saying. Yeah, I know. And she would never admit that it is mm-hmm. 100% her fault. She doesn't think that it is. Yeah. Because women just, I don't know, they don't want to... Take a, accountability yeah, for it. Yeah, a lot of women don't want to to 
yeah, take accountability or admit that they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. It's always something else. It's, and I know that not all women are like this, but a lot of them are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ladies, come on, figure it out. Figure out why you why you don't want to have sex with your partner. Figure mm-hmm. out. I mean, for her, it's like, did did she even you know what did she ran to freaking reddit and told reddit about this Mm -hmm. instead of actually having a productive conversation with her husband about this and why he feels that way right instead of slamming him and being like you know i you you're not a billionaire well you know I'm, i'm sure whatever however she said it you know, he does this for her. He does that for her. Like, talk to him and actually figure out why he feels this way. And, and but that's where that's where I think it, it's such a dead end conversation. She's made up her mind. Mm-hmm. She has decided she's not going to have sex with her husband. And the more she keeps saying, "It's not that I don't want to," or the "So do I." No, you don't. You do not. You don't have intentions of having sex with him. But that's why the conversation is such a dead end, because even if he said, okay, what is it? I want to have sex three times a week. What is it you need from me for this to happen? Mm -hmm. Almost 100% of men would be willing to have, if they aren't sexually satisfied in their relationship, in their marriage, if they feel, which majority of men do, uh, you know, I think it's something like, I think the estimate is like, 80% 80% of marriages are sexless from a man's perspective or something like that. I mean, it's a huge number. Mm-hmm. Um, but those men are willing to do whatever they need to do. The problem is they're relying on what the woman tells them they need to do, and what the woman tells them they need to do is not really what correlates to them wanting to have sex with them anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they use this type of shit. Well, I'm just too busy with the kids. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's like, okay, well, what do you want me to do? And, and she's like... Oh, what are you going to do? Just go into late work every day so you can take the kids to school magically? Mm-hmm. Well, sure. I'll talk to my boss. I'll see what I can do. I can do it. You know, At least, you know, maybe I can do it out of five days a week, two to three. I'll at least pick up some of that, mm-hmm. you know. Well, okay. But, you know, you got to make sure when you take them. Then it, then it starts, she just starts coming up with more excuses as to why the solution won't fix the problem. It won't work. Yeah. It won't work. It won't even work that he is willing to help Mm -hmm. because he's going to do it wrong too, you know, or something. And that's all of her comments back to everybody just kept digging that hole and proving that it doesn't matter what he does. She's not going to have sex with him. Uh And and once again, she doesn't realize what she's even saying. She doesn't realize. And, and and I'm almost like, what, what do you want? Are you wanting, are you wanting other women to be like, I hear you girl. Mm -hmm. And because misery loves company. And if, 80% 80% of married women aren't having sex with their husbands, then you're going to get that support, obviously, mm-hmm. because there's 80% of marriages suck. Mm-hmm. So you're going to obviously get that support. Is that what you wanted? Because there's not men that are going to come on there and be like, that's going to understand your perspective. And if they act like they do, they're lying. Mm-hmm. I know. You know, yeah. you, all you did was you, you just got a bunch of married women who are in sexless marriages and happy about it, just like you to, you know, 
reaffirm your opinion and a bunch of married men who have a wife just like you that aren't having sex with them all upset and pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there was a lot of women that were, that were, I don't know about the sexless marriage stuff, like them being in sexless marriages, <clears throat> but a lot of them were getting on there saying like, uh, like, oh, that's a deal breaker for me, for him to, for like him to fantasize about me being somebody that is, what do they say? Like, you know, to basically, you know, uh, be at his beck and call and, and be his sex slave type mm-hmm. thing. Like that is a, that is, um, an unhealthy relationship and, and all of this because, women you shouldn't a a guy shouldn't like objectify yeah type of thing uh his wife Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't be with a man like that i would leave him you could never get a man like are you fucking kidding me shut the the fuck up yeah exactly exactly and and chance are you ugly (laughs) yeah yes chances are you're ugly and you haven't had a man worthwhile anyway and you're never going to that's the thing that kills me (laughs) most of the women that have this this perspective i've seen them they're like ugh, yeah so and so my husband had a couple of drinks and came home was pawing at me Mm -hmm. i'm like your fugly ass should be on your hands and knees thanking him for still wanting to have sex with that (laughs) because it's always these women that aren't appealing to other men. It's not like other men are trying to have sex with them. And it's not like they can go out and get their pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. Other guys aren't wanting to have sex with them. They've been married for 10 to 25 years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you realize how fortunate you are that you, you've you let yourself get to this point and miraculously your husband still wants to bone you? Yeah. Why are you? Why do you act this way? You should be so thankful that your husband is still sexually attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but they act like it's such a burden, I and that's know. the same ones that are like, Ugh, I would never be my my husband's sex slave. That's well, you know. Yeah, I know. Well, you, you you don't don't worry. You'll never be in that position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ever. I know. I know. There was this one comment too that was pretty funny. That like they went back and forth a little bit, and uh, and the guy was like, because she he said something like. You do realize that, you know, it's it's all fake, this Fifty Shades of Grey thing. Like, it's all fake, so mm-hmm. why are you even, you know, saying all of this? And um, and she's like, that's all you took from this? And then he was like, well, I took that you, that you would do anything for your husband if he was a billionaire and to have sex with him or something like that, yeah. you know? And... And that if it, oh no, if he has more money, you'll do the weird things, yeah, or whatever, <laughs> right? And I don't know, it it was just like, well, and and what's her point? Exactly. What what do you want people to take away from that? Uh-huh. Because you said you basically that she said she's like, I well, I thought that you would take away what I the point I made at the end. I'm like, what point? <laughs> what point you made at the end? I don't. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. It's an extreme example. I felt that really something to learn from it. Maybe if a spouse isn't all over you all the time, they may just have too much on their plate and could use some help. Which, once again, is saying that the reason, you know, that a woman isn't all over her husband 
because she needs help. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna. And once again, if if that's your point, what you know, sit down and talk about that. What is that? What does what does compromise look? And I I just I just I don't buy that there are two people who want to have sex with each other a decent amount of time, but all of these outside factors just keep it from happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying that. You you are happy and prefer the less the lesser amount of sex Mm -hmm. you know i can look at a couple and be like they don't ever fuck oh they only fuck when they drink Mm -hmm. (laughs) they probably fuck all the time and that's usually when i'm looking in a mirror (laughs) no but you can just kind of tell by the way couples interact you can tell who's irritated at their husband. You can tell who doesn't want to have sex with their husband. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. In my head, like, they all just kind of look alike. It's all the same, you know, woman in that age range and their, you know, mid-30s to mid-40s that's had a couple of kids and she's, you know, let herself go to a point and the poor husband's let himself go too and he's like, I'm still very attracted to my wife and she could just give a shit. I know. She just doesn't care. I know. Well, I know, and even, like, with this, I think, like, her saying her age. Oh, she's 33, by the way. She said it in the Yeah, Yeah. makes it even more sad, Mm -hmm. I think. Because they, she's, they are both still young. Yeah. You know, they're young enough to, to be sexually active and uh, uh, have a happy, healthy sexual relationship with each other. Mm -hmm. But because of everything else, she believes that they don't. <laughs> Sorry, Blade's distracting me. Yeah, he's walking around in circles, making himself dizzy. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't have a sexually active relationship because of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that that's weird, coming from somebody like you're throwing in the towel that early. Yeah, so young. Mm-hmm. I know well, that it, it happens. It can happen early on, and and I know that it happened with you know you and your ex early oh, yeah. on, and but I just think that all of those are signs and red flags mm-hmm. that you're with the wrong partner yeah. on both ends for him and her. Yeah, well, and I think that that I think one of the reasons that, that I I take such a problem with this is because it is very reminiscent of my last relationship, where it's the same thing. I I could see the Fifty Shades thing came out after. Either while I was getting divorced, or anyway, it never it never made its way across our. I know it was out, but she didn't read the book. She didn't. I think it was after. I can't remember. It was around that time. It seems like it was though. like right after we. Because I remember the started, SNL skit. Because we started dating, and I remember all of the because we weren't. I wasn't working at the ER anymore. Oh okay. And um and that's when. Oh okay. I read it. Yeah. Well, and, but it never, it was never, this specific thing didn't pop its head up. Yeah. But, but like, d- didn't you guys like watch, uh, uh, True Blood and stuff like that? Like, uh-huh. or didn't she read True Blood or something like that? Uh, yeah, I think she started to read. And that was pretty, like, the books. there was a lot of sex and stuff in that and, yeah. and all that. Like, I don't know. I would think, cause I, I think that. Even I think you said before that like she would even like say stuff like how hot the guy was or something mm-hmm. in front of you like I don't know if she said it to you or to other women but yeah. 
Like, it's just, I don't know. I think that that kind of stuff is rude anyway. Well, and, and it, it's it's funny how women are really good at pouring salt in an open wound mm-hmm. like that. Where, you know, and my example with her was we would watch a show like that where we, we have zero sexual activity in our marriage in any way, shape, or form. And then we're watching a TV show or a series and people are having sex and I could see myself saying that. I wish you were like that. Mm-hmm. And then that's a legitimate, I wish you were like that because you're not. And then her response would be like, well, if you were, you know, if you looked like this, I would be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, I know. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, so those are the type of things. And women like this, they do that. Mm-hmm. They do that type of stuff where they're going to, you know, they're going to cut you off sexually and then have the nerve to make light of your dissatisfaction with the marriage and your needs not being met. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's uh, I, I like putting in that context, like with this woman, what needs is he not meeting? Mm-hmm. Because she all that other stuff was that's that's life. Mm-hmm. That's life. You chose to have fucking kids. Sorry. Now you got to fucking take care of them. Yeah. That's life. So mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. You cannot continue to use your kids and their schedule as the excuses to why you don't want to have sex with your husband. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't, you have to work. That's life. You got a job. That's life. You can't continue to, and, and women like this, they will continually, and she did, but even someone who's in the exact same situation as she is, who says, here's how we made it work. She will still find a way why that won't apply to her. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> because I they know. don't want to fix it. Mm-mm. They don't want to fix it. They she really is don't. completely happy not having sex with her husband. Mm-hmm. Because if you aren't, you change it. Yeah. And yeah. so that's why I said I don't, I don't buy any of it at all. I know. I know. When she was like, I never said I, I didn't want to have sex with him. Uh, you pretty much did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I mean. Well, and, and once again, I, I don't care what you said. Actions speak louder than words. Oh, yeah. Your actions of not having sex say everything that you don't say with your mouth. Mm-hmm. Which is, you don't want to have sex with your husband. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I do feel like with a lot of these things, I want the context of what they look like, what kind of <laughs> shape they're in, what kind of household they have. Uh-huh. How old are the kids? How shitty are the kids? Oh, I know. You know, what's their income? There there are things that that do affect these things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But I, I even, even with that, though, like, even because if the husband, even if she had gained weight or or whatever, the husband obviously was attracted to her. And is attracted to her for him to say, I wish that you were like her and wanted to have sex. But what about him? That's true. Th- this, this, is, this is the thing. Men, they may not say it directly to their wives. They are more open to say it to other people where they are like, I'm not attracted to my wife anymore. This is how she looks. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, I can't remember what episode. We, this has come up multiple times where you continually see these on on real questionnaires and surveys and and complaints that married men have when 
They know there's no repercussions for what they say. They always go there. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife let herself go after she had kids. My wife never lost the weight after having a kid. My wife, you know, quit working. I, I've shared countless stories of guys that I've known, people we've talked about, um, people that have reached out. So this is a common trend. Mm-hmm. This is not a trend that we see from the women. I'm not saying women don't feel the same way. They just don't vocalize it. Mm-hmm. And so that's there's because of, of what we've covered before. Most women are not comfortable saying, I'm not attracted to my husband because he's gained weight. Because Mm -hmm. she has gained weight too, and she knows how hurtful that would be Mm -hmm. if a guy was like, I don't want to have sex with my wife anymore. She's too fat. Mm -hmm. I think that she won't even admit that that's how she feels. Yeah. I think they try so hard to hide it. Even to herself. Yeah. You know, like she, I think that she would be like, yeah, like, I don't know, she she would never tell anybody, mm-hmm. and including herself, she would be kind of feel that way, but would never, but then I think she would probably try to come up with excuses mm-hmm. in her own head to, well, you know, he has a lot on his plate, and this and that, and really, it's like, if you would just talk about, I mean, I think, did you say it in... Yeah, you did in our last episode where you were like, guys, I, I know that it's probably different coming from a woman, though, like from your wife. I don't know if I would recommend saying, hey, tell your husband that how you feel and that you think he has well, gained too much weight. We've talked about but this. But you, <clears throat> you should try to do something to where you guys can do stuff together. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's, I, I, I think, I've said it before, where women won't say, they they think that they're sparing their husband's feelings by not telling them what the problem is. They try to spare their husband's feelings by not telling them him exactly what the problem is, but in reality, their actions are hurting way worse. Because mm-hmm. the husband's like, "Well, I don't know what to do." She said, "You know, I don't, I don't get her flowers enough, so I started buying her just because flowers way more often." She says, "I don't help out with the kids enough, so I started helping with the kids more." She said, "I, I don't clean around the house anymore, so I started doing that more." I'm doing everything she said, and she's still not having sex with me, mm-hmm. and that's where it's like because it had nothing to do with those things mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Those were just she thought she could say those things and maybe in her own mind she thought that you know i'm not i don't want to have and once again like you said i don't think she even admits this to herself in her own mind Mm -hmm. but subconsciously maybe there was a piece that was like yeah i'm not attracted to them sexually but if they're meeting more of these needs of these things i don't like like these irritating things about life that they just don't want to do that or create more work and more anxieties and more stresses or whatever it is they want to put in there, that if he does that, maybe that will trick my brain into being sexually attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And then the guy does it, and it's like, nope, he's still just not sexually attracted to him. That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. When she could have just saved both of them a lot of trouble and said, look, here's the deal. You know, I, 
I'm attracted. I want I want a guy that's got this kind of body. I want a guy that's you know like how you looked when we date or whatever it is. I th- women won't have that conversation. Going back to what I said a while ago, because their feelings would be obliterated if their husband set her down and said, "Hey, here's the deal. What happened to the girl I fell in love with? Looks wise. Mm-hmm. What happened to her? Be- Most women would stand up and walk away from the conversation. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even have it. They'd be like, "How shallow are you? I'm the mother of your children." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they, they would they would immediately turn it into some kind of guilt trip, and the guy is the worst person on the planet for even bringing it up. And men have been conditioned that that is the cardinal sin. You do not ever bring up. Mm. She went through all of this pain. She went through all of this to have your kids, and now you're going to say... And it's like, look, the guy can't control what he's attracted to and what he's not attracted to. And now you've altered how you look, and what I was attracted to is no more. Mm -hmm. And now I've got to pretend that I love you for being a person, and you're not that great of a person. I know. That's the problem. Yeah. That is probably one of the biggest problems is that, like, he could probably look past some of the little shitty things that she did before when she was having sex with him. Mm -hmm. But because she's not having sex with him anymore, all of those little things stand out that much Mm -hmm. more. And he's just like, ugh. I, this sucks. Like, why do why am I dealing with this anymore? Yeah. Why do I have to deal with this because I married her? Well, and and that's where the I, I don't understand women. Women's women's fantasies, I think, can be way more harmful to a relationship than I don't know if I want to take the stand, but I'll say it anyway. I think women's <laughs> fantasies can be much more harmful to a relationship than a man's. Now, and I mean this within reason. If your man is like, I've always fantasized about doing it with my wife and her three sisters. Okay, yes, that's damaging. That's a problem. <laughs> that's an issue. But if we're talking simple, fun bedroom stuff, role play, little costumes here and there, little, you know, whatever it is. I, I think that especially men who aren't having sex, their fantasy is just having sex. Mm-hmm. Any crazy thing they wanted is gone. Mm-hmm. It's just, look, I, I don't care about any of that anymore. My own wife isn't having sex with me. Mm-hmm. My fantasy is just to get laid by my wife. Mm-hmm. And Well, and then the wife makes them feel bad for even that. Mm-hmm. You know, they think the wife makes him feel bad because... Oh, you're you're a perv, and you know all you want is sex and this and that. And he's like, okay. "That's where the, the hypotheticals." What Isn't if that... I was in an accident and paralyzed and couldn't have sex ever again? <laughs> I know. And the guy just needs to be like, "Well, it might as well be." Yeah, because you're pretty much cutting me off from the waist down anyway. <laughs> Does that mouth still work? <laughs> in this scenario, would you give me a blowjob? <laughs> That's what they need to do. How paralyzed are we talking about? Does one of your hands work? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which vertebrae got hurt? Oh, my gosh. You know? Yeah, I know. But but I think when it comes to the fantasy thing, women, women who act like this, their fantasies don't revolve around their husband. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it gets, it gets painful. If a guy is like, you know what, I, I have this fantasy... Of you 
putting on some pigtails, wearing a, a schoolgirl skirt and some knee highs, and we're pretending I'm the teacher. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to play pizza delivery boy. You're the customer. I'm the pizza delivery guy. They're married men's fantasies as they get married typically revolve around them having sex with their wife. Mm-hmm. It's not something outlandish where they're like, you know, well, I want to, you know, my fantasy is about something else that isn't you. Mm-hmm. And so if a guy says, you know, I've always had a fantasy that any of that stuff that, you know, I'm a whatever you're you're at home you're you're at home by yourself and i'm i'm the plumber that came over to clear your pipes mm-hmm. that is something fun it's something that he thinks about him and his wife doing just to spice it up mm-hmm. if his wife is like walking around in one of his white dress shirts it's like hey let's go ahead and do that i'm i'm st- i'll i'm gonna be the stay-at-home wife and you came over to comfort me or whatever the guy's like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. But if a woman is like, well, I've always had a fantasy of whatever, of, of a billionaire, you know, what what's the term for a male dominatrix? I don't I know don't what know. you call him. I don't, I don't anyway, I don't some, know. some kind of billionaire S&M freak that has a, a sexual pleasure chamber. That would be hot because I read it in this book. And the guy orders 10 paddles online and some whips and some French ticklers and some nipple clamps and all that. And it's like, all right, let's do this. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? With you? With you? (laughs) It's just a fantasy I have. I don't really want to do it with you. And so that's why I say I think they're more harmful. It's hurtful. 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 And I I think like, like that guy that's like, he's like, my wife is obsessed with Jason Momoa. So he goes out and gets like a Jason Momoa makeover. Mm -hmm. And... The fantasy was not that her husband would look like Jason Momoa. The fantasy was of Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it does nothing for the husband to be like the the dollar store, the wish version of Jason Momoa <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. with fake tattoos oh and, gosh. you know, and scraggly hair. And yeah. it just, it looked awful. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to fulfill my wife's fantasy. It's like, no, you're not, okay, dude. dude. You're not fulfilling shit. Poor dude, huh? Yeah. You know, yeah. And so, but I think that that's where... Yeah, but I see like other... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that that's why I say that. I think that, that a lot of times the, the woman's fantasy is more of the world that she's created in her head in which this fantasy could play out. And I think uh-huh. that that's what Fifty Shades of Grey really hit on for women uh-huh. was, you know, the the adventurous... It took a girl or a woman that grew up reading books and getting lost in a book to take her to a place mm-hmm. where she could live out the life through this Anastasia's perspective, mm-hmm. and it gave her some sense of, of of release or satisfaction or fantasy, but it was that entire world. It The fantasy wasn't the sex itself. Mm-hmm. And for men, the fantasy is the sex itself. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, they don't, the women, like, if they were, I think that, like, <laughs> it seems like women, like, talk a big game, mm-hmm. you know, with, with this fantasy type stuff. And, oh, yeah, I would, I would so, like, this woman herself, I think that, you know, she says all of this stuff, like, if he was a billionaire and took care of her in every mm-hmm. way imaginable, that he would... Stop. 
that she would want to that she would be like Anastasia too. Mm-hmm. When if he really if your husband really did do that, chances are she probably wouldn't be like Anastasia. And he's gonna leave you away. Yeah, I was gonna say if he's in his <laughs> possession, you aren't in this yeah in this anymore. Uh-huh. But what I was going to say is that like I think that even with the the whole fantasy stuff and like even a man saying that oh I want to uh you know you pretend that you are the schoolgirl or whatever I think that a woman asks questions like why mm-hmm. why do you want me to dress up like that what who who did you see like that that mm-hmm. was the dressed like a schoolgirl there's there's some other reason why you want me to do yeah. that. Instead of her being flattered and like excited that oh my husband wants to do this. <laughs> it's because be fun. when she says that it reveals about how she fantasizes. Uh uh-huh, exactly. Men and women fantasize differently. Uh huh, exactly. The men don't have an arterial they're not like, Oh, I saw this really hot fifteen year old girl in a schoolgirl outfit today and it made me think about <laughs> wanting to bang a fifteen year old just oh, like gosh. one. That's not what it is. Yeah. And so, but once again, just that's a big difference between men and women. Men fantasize differently than women do, Mm -hmm. like I said. And so it shows that, you know, once again, the the fantasy for the woman is the lifestyle that she's not a part of. Mm -hmm. It's the jet set billionaire's wife, you know, it's that whole package. It's not the sex. To her... It's like, well, yeah, if I had, it's it's a very simplistic perspective. Well, if I had that life, of course I'd have sex with my husband all the time. Why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's really all she was trying to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, she went on and on kind of trying to defend herself. Mm-hmm. But I really think that that was the simplistic look at it of, well, of course she's ready to have sex. Why wouldn't she be? She doesn't have anything she ever has to worry about at yeah, all. Yeah, she's taken care of. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay. Well, pause. You aren't going to be in that situation. So what does our realistic life. five shades of gray look like? Uh-huh. You ain't going to get all 50. Let's start with five. Yeah. How's our five look like? And and what does that what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Because but once again, the girl doesn't want to be like, OK, well, let's pretend that you're a billionaire. Because once again, unfortunately, the dude is not part of her fantasy. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 more of a of a creative delusional space that she has created in her own head. Mm -hmm. And chances are that that husband is not in that realm. Mm -hmm. I know. know. Yeah. I know. I don't know. It's, it's like, I think that, I think that, you know, these, these books and these movies and stuff are, are fun to, to look at and everything and but then like i i think that people i don't know like i said i only read the first two books and mm-hmm. and realized pretty quickly really that you and i have a relationship i don't know better better than anastasia and christian gray Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do I? I don't even. I mean, they're they're fun. They're you know good read or whatever. But 
it's like I don't have to have all of that. I don't mm -hmm. have to fantasize at all when I have all of this right here. Like, why would I need any of these books? Right. But well, and everybody at the time was going ballistic over. Oh it. my gosh! Yeah, big time, big time. I mean, I've worked with ladies that like were really into it, and like that's probably why I read it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll read it too. What's what's the hype? But yeah, yeah but like, you know, then I'm like, oh, okay, that's why she's reading it because she's you know a single woman and 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 she's fantasizing about having a man. Period. Mm -hmm. But you know the thing, the the other thing is that like. How she says that to have a woman like Anastasia, you have to be a man like Christian. Mm -hmm. But she didn't say to have a man like Christian. Have a man like you Christian. Need to be a you woman need to be like... exactly. Yeah. And what's the number one quality that you would say Anastasia has that most women don't? She's agreeable. She's agreeable and submissive. <laughs> yes yeah yes and and once again we say this a lot because this is what men are saying what is it you want out of your wife i want her to be agreeable and submissive mm -hmm. or agreeable we, we don't like the term submissive because people get really upset over that term but i like using it with this because it applies to oh for sure their entire situation it really does and you know i think that like because I know, like, even throughout the books, it's, like, she she kind of disagrees here and there. But then, like, she realizes that she wants him. And I think that, like, a guy a guy like Christian Grey is a guy that women do want. It, and that's, that's what we, that's, we've said that in not so many, not the same words. But that's where it ties into where we believe, I think especially you, the right guy will bring out those qualities and characteristics that women may have pushed against initially. Mm -hmm. You just haven't found your Christian Grey. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I Yeah, and I think especially me because, I don't know, especially like reading the books and everything, I think that like you and reading the books and then being with someone like you, mm -hmm. I think like really makes me feel that way because like you i think that i think that is the fantasy is mm -hmm. having a guy like that and not that he not the billionaire piece mm -hmm. having a guy that is in control like that not not controlling right but but knows what he wants takes control yes. yeah yeah and it exactly knows what he wants, takes control, takes has the initiative to do everything, mm -hmm. you know, all of these things and do these things for her. Well, and the confidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Th that's, I mean, when, when you look at the qualities of, of a character like that, and I, I asked, and it's, it's only fair, I asked the question of like, what is it Anastasia has that most women don't? But it's the same question for the Christian Grey character. What are the qualities that he has Obviously, I mean, billionaire is is unattainable by ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the population yeah. of men out there. So taking that off of the table, I still I still think finances are very important. I do think monetary career value is very important because it puts you in a position to where you can take care 
of your partner mm-hmm. the way that they deserve to be created. So I don't want to completely dismiss it, but a billionaire stretch, mm-hmm. big stretch, <laughs> millionaire stretch, mm-hmm. six figures doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doable. You, you, there's no reason that you shouldn't that you know you're not a middle aged man making six figures. You, you have made some bad life choices if you're not there yet. Um, but even the money aside, the characteristics that he has that attracts and is attractive to the women. And once again, I, I mean, there are women. This is why you, you, I mean, gold digger is not a term you use for men. Mm-hmm. There are women that don't care about any of the other characteristics as long as he has a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's enough. <clears throat> but you take those women off, skim those off. Yeah. And you say, okay, what are, what are the characteristics of this character that are attractive to so many women. And it's what you were saying. Mm -hmm. It's a guy that knows how to take control. It's a guy that has the confidence. It's a guy that knows what he wants. And this is something that most men now don't possess. Men pussyfoot around what they're trying to get out of their wife. I I, I somewhat blame the women for this as well. But once again, I think it's something that you should have known when you were dating your partner if if it was was he someone who does he take control in anything i know does he take control in the bedroom does he take control with his work does he have an air of of confidence about him or is the best thing you can say is hmm, he seems like a nice guy <laughs> yeah cuz nice guys aren't christian gray uh-uh no they are not so not at all <clears throat> that's why nice guys finish last mm-hmm. is that still our number one episode it is mm. it is if you yeah. haven't checked it out check it out oh yeah don't yeah. be a nice guy no i know <laughs> but but is you know that's the thing mm-hmm. and that's why i think that guaranteed when somebody's when if anastasia was a real person and she had a facebook account on Christian's birthday every year, she wouldn't talk about what a great father he is to the kids and had through ups and downs and all the hard times. It would it would be more direct as far as mm-hmm. the qualities and characteristics of someone like that are. Yeah. Yes. I know. I know. And, and so that's, once again, women are lacking the agreeability and submissive piece, and most men are lacking the confidence the taking control mm-hmm. and and that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have when you have a woman that does not resemble any of the characteristics of the main character of the book, and she's married to a guy that doesn't resemble any of the characters of the book, obviously you're not going to have anything close to what the lifestyle that these two <laughs> fucking have. I know. So neither one of you should be upset. I know. And both of you got who you deserved. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I think that. I think that a lot of. I think that a lot of women will still, you know, read the book or or whatever, read the book, watch the movies, whatever, and they will I they will fantasize about all of this. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if they, you know, they necessarily fantasize and then talk about it to other people and then and then say, "Well, but it's just not realistic." Mm-hmm. It's not none of this is realistic. This would never happen. But it's nice to fantasize about. But little do they know, some of it could be realistic. Mm-hmm. Some of it can actually happen. And maybe not everything. Maybe not the billionaire piece. But a lot of all of this could really happen if you find the right partner. Mm-hmm. And you just have to, I don't know. 
I, I really think that like her even writing this on Reddit is just a big sign that there is something wrong with your relationship mm -hmm. and you need to take a hard look at what you're doing, what your husband is doing and talk about it. Well, and, and I think that, I think that things like this do force people to reflect and reevaluate and look at their own situation. I think I think you're right. I think there is a majority of people that are like, well, there's no reason to get too upset about this because it's just not realistic. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there are many parts of it that are very attainable and could be realistic. Mm -hmm. You're just choosing for it not to be. Mm -hmm. But then there's others that the reflection and the reevaluation and looking at their own situation makes them feel worse about their current situation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, what, what did I do? And that's where it's like, okay, well, well, what did you do? Why are you not in any way, shape, or form in this relationship? Mm -hmm. Why are you not like this? And, and it is very, very difficult for people to compare their own life to fiction mm -hmm. because it is fiction. But that doesn't mean that it can't be factual for you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the problem. And I think that that's where women especially are very quick to dismiss anything that they know they're going to have to change or put effort into getting. Mm -hmm. We see this with all kinds of aspects of, of women looking at situations, we, whether it's, it's weight loss, whether it's fitness, whether it's career, whether it's sex, whether it's marriage, relationships, they are very quick to just be like, oh, well, that's never going to happen for me. Mm -hmm. It's not. It, no, it's not. You're right. You're absolutely right because it's not going to happen for you. You made that decision, though. Mm -hmm. You decided it's not going to happen. It doesn't mean that the universe decided it's not going to happen. You did. Mm -hmm. So shut up and move on. It's up to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's as soon as someone's like, oh, there's no way I can lose 50 pounds. You are 100% correct. You cannot lose 50 pounds. You, you made just decided mm -hmm. you can't lose 50 pounds. So mm -hmm. you are right. And I hope you're happy that you were right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because being wrong could have been the best outcome for you. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. And, and, and so you see that. You see that with, with oh, well, I'll, I'm never going to get a guy like that. You're right. You never will. And mm -hmm. it, it really is that, that childlike response of, with that attitude, you never will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I you know. know. But it's true. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, if you would have a a better outlook on on life, on your relationship, on everything, you may be happy. <laughs> well, and take tangible steps to get there. Right. Uh -huh. Positivity will only get you so far. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, but I mean, I think that them being so negative about things oh, yeah. is but I, I i think they do that conveniently mm -hmm. i think it's easier for someone to say oh that'll never happen and move on than have to really look at what they're doing yeah. and change it and fix it and get it to where it's going to be people are just so easy so easily dissuaded from changing their situation to chasing a dream to you know realizing their own full potential mm -hmm. they're just they are much happier being lazy about it and not doing anything and then being able to say well this never would have happened anyway mm -hmm. and we need people like that to step over mm -hmm. i know you, we do i mean and that and that's that's what you you've you know 
that's what people have made a decision to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it applies to these kind of relationships. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, ultimately, when you when you read and you listen to what she said, it, it was really just a lengthy list of excuses that she wants to make and that she will not allow anybody to remove those excuses. Mm-hmm. She's sticking to her guns. And in the comments, she created more excuses, just kept digging in and digging in and digging in. Mm-hmm. And that is that that negative, you're exactly right. You're never going to have this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You are choosing that you're never going to have anything like this. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, your husband is going to have to deal with not having sex. Yeah. It's the nail in the head mm-hmm. woman, too, that yeah. does not want to to change. She doesn't want you to tell her a solution. Mm-hmm. She's just going, she just wants to vent to be a bitch Mm -hmm. and that's it. And I don't think that, I don't necessarily think that she was bitchy Mm -hmm. in this post, but I did hear a lot of excuses. Oh yeah. A shit ton of excuses that she can do something about Mm -hmm. and she can and her husband can if they just openly talked about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything really yeah. else to add. I think that, I think it was a good topic. It was, it definitely. I mean, when when we first saw this, we I brought it up and we just were like just talking about it a lot mm-hmm. and we're like let's let's do an episode about this. And I think that, I think it was a good topic to discuss and I think that a lot of people can, can hear it and I don't know maybe relate to some some of it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I yeah. I think it was good. Um, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, so uh, we are, again, we are partnered with Titan Nutrition. We are going to be doing a giveaway here soon with the Thirst, mm-hmm. Thirst Plus. And <clears throat> oh my gosh, the Thirst Plus is freaking amazing. It's so good. I, I use it after... Uh, we have our Thursday parties and, or we did have our Thursday parties during the summer and I would, the next day, you know, if I was a little hanging over a little bit, I would drink the thirst plus and it would just knock it right out. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, we're going to be giving away a bag of the thirst plus here and, um, would love for all of you guys to enter our giveaway. Yeah. Okay. Uh Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks.